This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the title sponsor of The Big Show, that's Big O. Big O knows tires and auto repair can be unexpected at times. That's why they offer no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We're live from the Dish Professionals. Still have some jazz gear for you if you want to come see us. 80th South and State. Call them, 801-424-DISH. On top of the uh, normal great promotions that they have at the Dish Professionals today. And today only, uh, while the show is here, they're going to give you $100 cash back if you sign up. 801 Four two four dish, and honestly, if you're if you're uh, thinking of switching, uh, come down to the showroom, 80th South and State. They'll show you all the great features Dish has to offer, and they are great. It, it, it kind of they've designed it to seamlessly fit into your life. They've they've really done a good job with that. So I like seamless. Eight oh one four two four dish. We're going to talk to Coach Chiesa coming up here momentarily. Of course, longtime Jazz assistant coach will get his thoughts on on uh, what he saw in the Clippers being able to close the Jazz out in six. Losing four in a row when the Jazz hadn't lost three in a row all year is really something. Yeah, it, uh, you would have thought that they, especially with the loss of Kawhi Leonard in the middle of it. Well, I do think that did have some positive things for the Clippers. Not that losing Kawhi is ever a good thing, don't get me wrong, but I do think it galvanized the team a little bit. Did you see that... Um, the the post game celebration where they drenched Terrence Mann in water when he came off the floor, I mean it seemed like there was a real uh, a, a real enthusiasm that uh, I'm not so sure that locker room had before where they kind of needed to face a little adversity and it kind of brought everybody under under the same umbrella. Well, everybody knows this that this is the first team ever to win two series in a row or they've fallen behind two zip. That shows some mental toughness there, as far as I'm concerned, and that hasn't exactly been the Clippers uh, calling card in the past. It's time to get out to the guest line. It's no mystery. Utah is in an extreme drought. That is why smart rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. Joining us now, the coach, Coach Gordon Chiesa. Coach Chiesa, happy Monday. How are you? I felt better over the last uh, few days, but uh, I'm getting through it right now. That was a very disappointing uh, game and series against the Clippers. And I heard you guys just entry about that is that uh, the Clippers, they united themselves by Kawhi Leonard and Serge Ibaka not being there. The roles are more defined. So Reggie Jackson is the starter at point guard. Paul George was a facilitator, wingman, who would score the ball, pass, rebound. And then Beverly played uh, good as far as he's the backup point guard. And then all the other guys, Marcus Morris, um, Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, they all contributed, and Nicholas Platoon, and they, they, were, they were united as far as what they tried to do against the Jazz. Very impressive in that point of view. So, Gordy, how would you describe what we saw both in the first half and then in the second half of Game 6? Because they were night and day. Yeah, night and day, and it's all based on defensively. Is that So the Jazz were able to do a good job the first half 
of ball containment, and they made obviously all those crazy threes, and Donovan was going crazy, and uh, so was Jordan Clarkson in the second quarter. And then at halftime, it was the opposite, where the Jazz tried to keep shooting that one or two pass jump shot or dribble drive to the basket, and the defense went from competitive to non-existing. And they created so many long closeouts that it was impossible to guard on perimeter. And Terrence Mann had a -a once-in-a-lifetime game. And, Gordon, to think about, I feel a bad for Rudy was that it wasn't Rudy all the time. It was that everybody collectively that they couldn't ball contain. And whoever was in full rotation was late getting there. And the Clippers had a shot with confidence. And then Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson, they had the knockout punches as far as when he didn't shoot threes. He took the ball to the basket to basically an open rim. Sorry, Jake. Let me just follow up on that. Jake and I were talking earlier, Gordy, about how Rudy gets blamed for a lot of those situations. Will you please explain to our listeners why it's not, you know, it's not his fault in entirety? Oh, very much. No, and your, your point, Jake, you guys' points are well taken. Was that like all players? Is that could it be one time where you you could have rotated quicker and get that contest hand? The answer is sure. That's everybody in creation of basketball. But when you get beat off the dribble consistently, and it was by everybody, it creates such a long recovery route, and that when the ball was kicked out to the corner, whoever was there was late. Unfortunately, that uh, ESPN kept on showing Rudy's um, sequences versus pre-shot uh, values of getting beat off the dribble. So it was Donovan, it was Joe Ingles, it was uh, Boyan Bondanovich, it was Jordan Clarkson, it was, uh, it was all those guys that get Michael Conley. They all got beat off the dribble by Reggie Jackson or by Kawhi Leonard, Nichols Platoon, and that, that created such a impossible long closeouts. Coach, is there anything at all the Jazz could have done differently to guard that corner three better in the second half in game six? Well, what you want to do is some of the time, believe it or not, go zone. Because when you play zone, even though shooting the ball uh, with a lot of accuracy, very similar when the Clippers go against the uh, 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 Jazz a zone defense, it slows the Jazz down. What it does, though, Jake, for those corner threes is that there's already a defined player that uh, we call it the pro line is going to go to the corner to challenge. So it's defined versus scramble defense. When you get beat off the dribble so quickly and consistently that you're uh, it's not really a closeout defense. It's absolutely scrambling. And, Jake, you're saying, uh, you're almost praying that the shot would be missed. Terrence Mann, to his credit, did not uh, cooperate. So, all that being said, Gordy, uh, Jake and I have been talking about it. I wrote a column about it. But I'm interested in your opinion. What do the Jazz lack right now that they need to fulfill their dream of, of uh, maybe getting into an NBA Finals? So, the offseason priority should be as far as getting primitive defenders multiple and athletic wing scores. So just, just think about Gordon and Jake. The Jazz, the way it's built, and, there are, and so the foundation is there. Now you've got to see visually to tweak it. The Jazz, uh, Gordon, just like in the NFL, you need defensive playmakers. 
So the Jazz really don't have a defensive playmaker. They have a, a shot blocker in Rudy. Absolutely. I'm talking about perimeter because there's more shots in perimeter taken than there are as far as at the rim level. So the Jazz got to address that. So you might have to sacrifice an element of offensive knockdown shooting ability to acquire one or two defensive playmakers where they can guard the ball. Remember now, is that the Jazz defensively, just collectively now, in the regular season, so that's the metric right now, it's even worse than the playoffs, the Jazz were 30th in the NBA, last place in forcing turnovers. Last, number 30. They only average 11 turnovers per game as far as forcing. There were 29th in steals. Only the Dallas Mavericks was worse. So that's the metrics that tell us about, this, about, about how the roster is, the roster is, is uh, constructed. Now, who do you get to what? Make those numbers go down dramatically. Okay, Donovan Mitchell, I'm going to guard the ball better. Jordan Clarkson, I'm going to really try to compete, get up into the dribbler. I get it. So that's internal growth. But besides that, you have to have other guys that give you a jump start that that's what they do very well and sacrifice slightly for one or two guys. Oh, by the way, I shoot streaky versus what? I'm always knocked down. Coach Gordon Chies is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, Coach, they had locker room clean-out and exit interviews on Saturday. If, if you were uh, – I guess what do you think – no, let me put it this way. If you were in that room talking to Rudy Gobert and telling Rudy what uh, he needs to focus on this offseason, what, what might you say to him? Well, besides giving him a hug, because, again, <laughs> I know that it's just so traumatic for him. That guy plays hard. Just think about it, Jake. Most guys don't play hard, especially big guys. This guy plays hard. So the very basic premise is that's good. Now, offensively, what Rudy's got to attempt to do is – get stronger in his um, lower body so that he can hold position so every once in a while he can take that sweeping uh, middle running hook shot or up and under where you fake up and step through the defense. And so they work at it all the time in practice, which is commendable, but they've got to try to do it in a game. And if he misses a shot or two or three, don't um, not go to him. So he's got to be able to score the ball just slightly more uh, on his own initiative versus just being a recipient scorer, meaning what? Jake and Gordon, lob pass. I penetrate, lob pass to the rim, or broken play scoring, or on that high pick and roll, he, he rim rolls. He puts so much stress on the defense. Remember, the Clippers, what they did is that they tight switched. They kept Platoon or Marcus Morris on Rudy's body, and that took away what? All those lob options. And when they played uh, zone defense, it took Donovan some of the time out of that elite pick and roll offensive game. So Rudy He's got to be able to score the ball more on his own initiative and maybe get slightly more range. I don't mean like 20-foot range. I mean like 14, 15-foot range that you have an elbow jump shot, you stick it. Okay, Gordy, so the same thing, your advice and counsel for Donovan Mitchell. Work on defense because he's an elite scorer. So what happens, that's the maturation of a player. So now Donovan is absolutely a tremendous player. Here's his quick numbers as far as going. I'll just give it to you before I give you the defensive part of it. He averaged his playoffs 32.3 points per game, 
5.5 from threes, 82.9 three-throw percentage, 5.5 assists, 4.2 rebounds, and more importantly, he made every clutch shot that they needed. That's the most important thing. Okay, but by the way, we got knocked out first uh, second round and last year first round. So I've got to get better myself of guarding Reggie Jackson type players. So the, you know, people say all the time, well, a lot of times elite scorers they they, sac- they uh, sacrifice their defense. Okay, that's somewhat true because of the energy level. But in the fourth quarter, it's irrelevant. In a, in a one-possession game, like, for example, when the Jazz were down or up three to start the fourth quarter in a knockout game, all the players, now just collectives, should say, I don't care if I'm in foul trouble, I don't care this, I'm going to do unbelievable defensively, stay in my stance, move my feet, use my chest, use, uh, use my arms as far as not contact, but fl- a flick hand, the ball contained. And that's what Donovan's got to attempt to do better and more consistently. Kenny, absolutely. And you, because he's, he's the team leader. You're the, in the fourth quarter, you want to be a defensive playmaker besides being a what? An offensive what? Juggernaut. Coach, uh, we're now on to the conference finals. Who do you like in the West and who do you like in the East? In the East, I like the Bucks because they've suffered so much. Very similar to Clippers, matter of fact. They suffered so much the last few years, and they they got they're developing a resolve internally in the locker room. And Giannis is absolutely a, a terrific player, and he he has taken taken over games in the uh, in the fourth quarter. And Gordon, just to add to that, the Clippers. Um, one back-to-back series, 0-2, and then the Bucks also 0-2, as far as being down, uh, as far as the, uh, a deficit. Just the first time in NBA history that three series were were won by the team that was down 0-2. So Giannis is a huge part of that, and that triple double he got in Game Seven on the road was one for the ages. So I, I like I like the Bucks beating the Hawks. Four games to two, and the Hawks are an unbelievable story. Those guys play hard. They have unbelievable. They have incredible coaching by Ned McMillan. Out here in the West, I like the Phoenix Suns because Devin Booker again. Devin Booker, alias uh, George, uh, excuse me, alias Donovan Mitchell, has, has made that slight revelation that he, I'm an unbelievable scorer, but I'm going to guard my position, and that's what I like about him. And I, when they get Chris Paul back off the. Um, COVID-19 protocol, that there'll be, there'll be a force. But I, I like the, the Suns uh, beating the, um, the Clippers four games to two. So, Gordy, I want you to put your front office hat on for a minute and tell me what do you do with free agent Mike Conley? Okay, this is, add to this now. So part of that conversation – I'll read to you just 10 names, and then, Jake, you and uh, Gordon, you, you give me an answer that you guys think. Uh, here's the 10, we'll say, better free agents as far as point guard out there. I'll, I'll give you 11 names. Here we go. Kendrick Nunn, Victor Oladipo, who's slightly injured with that quadricep, Dennis Schroeder, T.J. McConnell, Reggie Jackson, the Clippers, Mike Conley of the Jazz, Derek Rose of the Knicks, Lonzo Ball, of the Pelicans, Kyle Lowry of the Raptors, and then player options, $27 million, Drew Holiday of the Bucks, and then Chris Paul, $44.2 million of the Suns. 
So before you say we do it with, with, um, with Mike Conley, who are you going to get to replace him, and what's the economics of it? That so is the big question, yeah, right? So, so that group right now. So if you do like Mike Conley, it's a short contract. This is me as a front office guy, formerly Memphis Grizzlies, that I'm giving Mike Conley no more than two years, two years, because he still can play. Don't, he, got hurt, he was hurt with the, uh, with the injury in the playoffs, but he can still play, and he plays in locked up with Donovan Mitchell. So two years, I would try to, and as I know with people right now, it's a lot of money when I say this, but I try to get in between 12 to $15 million a year. But if I do that, then I'm going to address who the backup point guard is. Because if Michael Conley does get hurt, because he's a, quote, aging, but he still has game, just as important who the backup point guard is. So then I'm getting somebody, Gordon, to segue. I'm getting a defensive point guard. I'm getting somebody that can guard the ball as an element of shooting, but his sole purpose is to guard the ball. So they're gonna, I'm going to try to sign Jake, either Elfrey Payton or Ish Smith, either or as the backup. And so if they don't shoot straight, I know that, but I'm gonna, they're going to guard the ball better. So that's a two-way part of the answer. Courtney, so uh, let me ask you a question about that list of names you just gave us. Aside from the money, which I know is obviously a big part of the decision-making, but who right now currently on that list is the best player? For the Jazz, the best player overall. Uh, let's, okay, let's do for the Jazz. Reggie Jackson. If, you, if, the, if the Clippers don't want to give him the money. Reggie Jackson would be because he fits that he can he can guard and he can score, and he's young. Now, if you how can't get that, him, how much would that cost? Okay, exactly. And that's what, that's when it gets so interesting. Right? Reggie Jackson is a command because because of his player performance, whether it's Clippers or everyone else in the league, he's in command. Roughly twenty five million to start. Wow! Wow! Yeah, no, again, he's made it's a, a lot tough of money. dilemma. Yeah. No, it's absolutely a dilemma. And I remember now, Rudy's contract is kicking in, and so is Donovan Mitchell. And the Jazz is smart. Jazz has some great contracts, again, relatively speaking. So I know when we say these numbers, like people are driving around on I-15 saying, that's an incredible amount of money. It is. And it is. But in the basketball world, it's um, business as usual. That's the, way, that's the way it's structured right now. So you can't think like in the real world. This is, this is make-believe somewhat. Well, so again, Jake, a huge 30. factor, Jake, is who the backup guy is going to be. Also, if you don't, if you T.J. McConnell could be a guy that elite, he's a he's a uh, top eight in the NBA in steals, playing only half the game. So again, but he's slightly less talented, but he has he's big hearted, so he can play. He had never started for the uh, never started for the Pacers, but 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 it's possible that if you like him enough, that he could be a starter for the Jazz. But you've got to get other guys around him. They have Donovan Mitchell. So he could play as far as in lockstep with, Don, with Donovan, who's we, we know is an, uh, an elite scorer, and he's a franchise once-in-a-lifetime player. So I, I do like Mike Conley at two years. I dislike him at three. Absolutely. So I, and, again, it gets a little interesting, Gordon and Jake. Oh, by the way, the exact same agent that Mike Conley has is the agent for Donovan Mitchell and Royce O'Neal, Ty Sullivan of CAA Sports. So now it gets a little bit interesting with, with the other clients. 
Well, it should be a fascinating offseason. And, Coach, we appreciate you jumping on with us, as always. Jake, I have one more. I have just a list. You want to go through this list quick? Oh, good, good. Yeah, oh, I thought the, the point guards were the list. I apologize, Coach. What's our list today? Okay, list today. NBA all-time Korea point leaders in playoffs. Top 10 all-time Korea leaders. Number 10, Tony Parker of the Spurs. 4,045 points, 17.9 points per game. Number nine, playing right now, he lost on Saturday night, Kevin Durant. 4,454, he averaged for his career in playoffs, 29.5. Number eight, Jerry West. 4,457, averaged for his career, 29.1. Number seven, we had the pleasure to coach him, all the jazz fans love him. Carl Malone, 4,761. He averaged for his career 24.7 points per game. Number six, Mr. Fundamental, Tim Duncan, 5,172, 20.6 points per game. Number five, Shaquille O'Neal, 5,250, 24.3 points per game. Number four, Kobe Bryant. 5,640, 25.6 points per game. Number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 5,762. He averaged for his career 24.3 points per game. Number two, Michael Jordan, 5,987. Michael averaged 33.4 points per game, and number one all-time career point leader in NBA history. He's playing right now for the L.A. Lakers, LeBron James, 7,631. He's averaged 28.7 points per game. Quickly, Donovan Mitchell, let's hope someday he'll join that exclusive group and be in the top ten. As of right now, Donovan in 33 playoff games. He has a career 952 points, averaging 28.8 points per game. So he's on track without, God forbid, injuries, et cetera, et cetera, that he will be, Lord willing, he's uh, pointing that direction, top 10. Mm, wow. It's impressive. I mean, yeah. he, what Donovan's done is absolutely impressive. He's a, he's a once-in-a-lifetime performer, and now that's that next step of his uh, growth right now is about defensively, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, his trusted sidekicks also. Yep. Well, Coach, you're the best. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Our friend, Coach Gordon Chiesa, who jumps on with us every week here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live from the Dish Professionals, 801-424-DISH. And I love what you're doing for our listeners, especially the big show listeners uh, today there, Ryan. Yeah, this is a nice little little uh, addition to the uh, the everyday, right? The already sweet deal. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, uh, you've got some great promotions going on right now, and then 100 bucks on top of it, it's a no-brainer. It is. And, uh, you know, getting the best system out there and then paying less. I mean, we had two customers uh, last week uh, uh, that were right at about 100 bucks a month that we were saving. So, wow. And it's a uh, – it's it's a lot of money. You, you start uh, thinking about that, especially when uh, uh, Dish is offering that two years and two year price guarantee. Um, you know, we I talk about this in my lives all the time. Like that's going to be if if we're saving you fifty bucks a month, let's say, it's going to be more than that at the end of the uh, like a year and a half in because the other provider would would have raised your rates two times. 
in that uh, same same uh, time period, and you're still on the lower rate. So, Ryan, I'm trying to picture the look on Jake's face if you walked up to him every year and said, here's 700 bucks. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We'd be going to Dover. <laughs> Say, Ryan, get in. We're going uh, We're going west. And then you'd waste all the money. Yeah, no, probably. <laughs> but we'd have a good time. Yeah, I mean, you're talking that kind of money. It's a uh, it's a ton of cash that uh, you get, and just get a bigger, faster DVR, more features. The voice remote is is remarkable. Um, say what you want, and it's on. And having also the you know I've got this on the table. The the this is the Playmaker oh, by that. by uh, Weingard, but it kind of shows the internals of the little dish inside of it, and um, it you know, this one even has an app that'll show you. You can see where the satellites are parked at, and um, I mean, you just plug it in, it auto finds the satellites. You're out in the middle of the desert someplace and, uh, you're watching the games in high definition. I assume you use this when you go out. Yeah. Use this. Uh, this actually last, uh, last, uh, camping trip, uh, just, uh, plug it in. All, all it needs is like I said, is you have a TV, you have power on it, plug the receiver in, plug the receiver into the, uh, the coax into the back of the, into this little like dome it's the size of like a small cooler and uh it does all the work for you and boom you're watching the game uh, and there is no other provider that does this and uh, uh the other satellite provider doesn't have the capability to do a high definition solution like that so they have a, a mobile um dish but it's gigantic if you want to get high definition not like this you know this i mean see how small this thing is tiny yeah. yeah it's easy tiny. Jake, can you imagine what that'd be like to be out in the middle of uh mountains somewhere and have that thing going and watching the game i would guess it comes in handy for and this is just uh, one example uh your cougar and ute fan or aggie fan for that matter hunter you know what i mean uh so you're not going to miss the big game but you're not going to miss the big game you know what i mean that's very close i I channeled my inner gordon there uh but then in in addition to actually having it available for tailgating which is amazing yeah so if uh and uh looks like we're going to be back to that normal Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I think the tailgate a, scene is gonna be something this year. I bet I, I everybody. Think, I think there's gonna be a few people there. Everybody getting back to it. it, it yeah, it's it was, gonna. It was it's greatly missed. Thing. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. All right, well, take advantage of it. Eight zero one four two four dish. Give them a call. Eight zero one four two four three four seven four. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. More straight ahead on the big show ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you, mountainland.com. We're going to do a quick what's going on, or at least part of it here. We'll do... uh, the other part uh, coming up at 4.30, so stay tuned for that. But let's check in uh, as we do with what's going on with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Let's start things off with Scotty and Hans. Uh, switching it up, talk a little college football. They had Brian Fisher on to discuss, amongst other things, the Supreme Court uh, ruling today. So let's hear a little bit of that. Yeah, I think everybody kind of sees that, that 9-0 ruling, and certainly it was a big blow for the NCAA. Um, you know, I think that there's little question that uh, this – 
was a case, uh, you know, even going back, uh, you know, almost a decade. Uh, you know, everybody kind of pointed to this being a critical case um, in terms of, you know, what's what's happening in the day to day and what's happening in kind of the broader picture with regards to the NCA. And and frankly, it's uh, it's a huge blow for Mark Emmert uh, and, and his staff in Indianapolis. And you know, for the the athletes themselves, um, you know, I think the, the ruling itself, while it, while it was 9-0, it, it was kind of specific. You know, it was kind of limited to educational rewards. Uh, you know, things like schools giving out laptops to athletes, uh, you know, postgraduate scholarships, you know, so they can go to grad school, uh, you know, things like that. You know, that, that is really what the, the case was about and, and limited to uh, certainly the antitrust issues that uh, this, this entire lawsuit was based on. But, um, you know, the fallout from not only this ruling, but kind of subsequent uh, issues that are going to pop up here is, uh, you know, this is really kind of opening the doors to athletes being uh, compensated much more beyond uh, just that scholarship that they're getting. And I think that's where, you know, there, there's certainly some fretting from the folks in Indianapolis about uh, how, how wide uh, a berth the, the Supreme Court has just given them. But, um, you know, the bottom line is this is a, a huge case and, and one that uh, will, will have a lasting impact for uh, certainly the, the next decade and beyond. I played uh, major college football back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and I guess my question is, what the heck took so long? Like, what what was it that finally tipped it one way or the other? Because we knew back in the day those TV contracts were worth a lot of money and coaches were getting paid a lot of money, but what was it that finally tipped it towards the players' favor in the in the ruling? Well, I mean, this is this is obviously something that has been in the works for, for a long time. I mean, you go back; the O'Bannon case was decided back in, in, in 2014. Uh, this this is kind of a case that has been in the works basically since then uh, as well. There's even a, another uh, big legal case the NCAA is, is going to have to deal with on name, image, and likeness coming down the pipe as well. And you know, really, just uh, it kind of goes to show that the leadership of college athletics has been asleep at the wheel. You know that they. The NCAA, Mark Emmert, all the, all the people in charge of, of really running, uh, you know, sports in, in general in this country could have gotten out ahead of, of this issue years ago, you know, back, back when you were playing and or, or even in the subsequent years. But uh, they didn't. And, and that's why this has kind of gone through the legal courts and, and is, is basically forcing them to kind of open up. And so I think that's, um, you know, really when you hear the criticism of Mark Emmert, it's really for being asleep on the wheel. that They could have addressed a lot of the issues on much more favorable terms uh, than, than what they got right now from the Supreme Court ruling uh, years ago, and, and they simply did it. And so they, they, they took a chance on, on working its way through the court system. It, it obviously did not come out the, the way they wanted, and, and as a result, uh, you're going to see some, some big foundational changes in terms of uh, how athletes are compensated going forward and, and how uh, really kind of modern college athletics is, is, is going to proceed uh, both from a funding standpoint and, and from a day-to-day standpoint as well. That was Brian Fisher on with Hanson Scotty, uh, uh, collegefootballtalk.com. Uh, let me get your thoughts, Gordon, because I'm not so sure I agree with him about how groundbreaking this decision is today. But let me get your thoughts. Well, the first thing I thought of, Jake, is uh, I wondered how you felt about it because oh, yeah. you're kind of against this kind of stuff, aren't you? Uh, in this case, to, to provide them with more educational-related materials and resources, I don't think I really have all that big of a problem it's with it. It's still stuff. Yeah. I hate amateurism. Pay those college athletes. But it, but it still falls in the educational. 
the educational sphere. I mean, why, why, why you should, I mean, I, I think if you want to, you know, say, Hey, come play here and we'll, we'll get you a grad school scholarship too. What's the matter with that? In what re I read from the judge, what's his name? Kavanaugh. Is that he said? Mm-hmm. He was uh, suggesting that this might be just the beginning. Well, see that, that is the big deal. Part of it is it leaves the door. They didn't close the door on other lawsuits. So there's still that antitrust thing that's hanging out there and, if this led to left the door open to other decisions that could be more groundbreaking, I, I could see that. But this decision attacking, in and of itself, I don't think is all that groundbreaking. They are attacking uh, many people's and I think your definition of amateurism to some extent. And I think it is just the beginning. I think this is going to lead to other things that uh, will uh, open the door wider. And I just don't know how you're going to handle that, Jake. Because well, I, know, I know where you are. We don't need to argue about it. We've argued about it a thousand times. But are you concerned, given your more narrow scope of what you consider uh, what college athletes should be? Not about this particular decision, although it does uh, uh, open the door to more corruption. You know, this is my uh, sociolo- sociology 101 related Ferrari. I mean, you're going to get people that are going to take advantage of this. <laughs> if you sit in this Ferrari and drive doing. it, you will better understand your math equation. Right. You're going to get stuck. Because, like you know, it's a speed versus mass yeah. versus velocity. Exactly. So you're going to get, you're going to get that sort of thing where people are going to take advantage of it. But I mean, I, I believe that the educational opportunity provided to athletes is worthy compensation if they're even required to be compensated in the first place. But to, to go down that road is, is more than worthy compensation. If you're going to you know, broaden the scope of educational resources that athletes can get, I'm not, I'm not opposed but to that. But in the past, Jake, they have been so nitpicking over little things a meal here or there or some kind of benefit that others didn't get. And they were so adamant about that, clinging to that glorification of amateurism. I think there was a mistake. And now people don't trust them. And now you get uh, Supreme Court justices who are talking about antitrust laws. And this thing is blowing up on the NCAA. But in this particular decision, you're taking the victory lap too soon. Because that's not what happened today. The whole system didn't. Well, down no, today. but it's it's moving in but that if, direction. But if they want to give a laptop uh, to, to an athlete to help them with their math course, I'm fine. That's that's it, my point is is that it is still you are a student athlete as much as you like to disregard that term. I absolutely believe in it. So if you want to provide educational resources as a part of that scope, I'm not against that. And I'm 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 showing I hope my thoughtfulness on the matter where if you you know let's you, let's you put are, our money where our mouth is. You are much more measured about this than I thought you'd be. I, I know I, you were prepared to come at me. No, well, but uh, this isn't. But this decision. <laughs> I'm not at you. No. This decision was far from. Well, these guys are being paid now. It's, I mean, far, and by the way, this decision does nothing with Title IX, meaning okay. if you're going to give your football player the, the laptop, you also have to provide it for the women's soccer player, okay, which so, is something but, I'm in, but, in but, favor but of. But here's my question. How do you define economical, I mean, I'm sorry, educational aid? I mean, that, that could get pretty expensive. Well, that's where people are going to take advantage, for sure. I mean, they'll have to figure out where the bound, where the bounds are there. But I, and I, I honestly have not read through all the opinions, mm-hmm. um, word for it was, word. It was unanimous. I know it was unanimous, which is also the Supreme Court has been unanimous on a couple of things lately. But 
Um, I haven't read through the verbiage on the on the opinions. Just I just yet, read. So I don't know if they designed any particular parameters yeah. or not. But uh, I don't know all things. I'm not an attorney. But 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 I I do think it's a step in the right direction. But I think it's just the beginning. I think this is going this process. I'm going to make a prediction, Jake, and I don't know this, but I think it is going to eventually really get on your nerves. Well, I'm sure because I think continued movement will come to the point where, you know, I, I don't know how you feel about the name likeness and image thing, but that that's that's going to open it up, and then uh, continual. Legal challenges are going to expose the NCA for being what I think it is, and that's just sort of a an organization that's trying to utilize cheap labor to 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 make big money, and that's going to change, in my opinion. But that's conjecture on my part, and you're going to be I'd angry say. about it. <laughs> yeah. But today's not that day. I know you're excited to take a victory lap, but that's not – it's not today. I know you're really excited about that. And you think that just if it happens, that means that it's right. I know you're pretty focused on that too. But right, wait, no, Austin, uh, how do you feel about where Jake is standing right now? Is he like uh, knee-deep or is he waist-deep or is he neck-deep? Uh, I'd say he's uh, between the calf and the knee right now. <laughs> But uh, there's there's a lot of holes in that dam that are that keep cracking open, and at some point here it's going to come in on them. Yeah, and college sports will be ruined forever. So then you can take a victory. Not lap my on problem. That. <laughs> All well, right, stay tuned. <laughs> we're we're live from the Dish Professionals. Eight zero one four two four Dish. Give them a call today. We'll have more next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. You're locked on to the Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is ninety seven five twelve eighty the zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the Dish Professionals. Give him a call, 801-424-DISH. It is time for a market update brought to you by our friends at trydaytrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit trydaytrading.com. How did those markets do today, Gordon? Big day today, Jake. Big, big day. The Dow was up nearly 587 points. The NASDAQ, Jake, was up uh, 111 points. I hear you, brother. And the S&P was up uh, 58 points. So, good day. I love the Dave Rose. I hear you, brother. (laughs) I hear you, brother. (laughs) That whole whole commercial. If you've never heard that, then... uh, you haven't listened to our show for very long, but that may be one of the most awkward uh, attempts at a at a commercial that I've ever heard. Well, Bronco and Dave Rose might be fine uh, sports coaches, <laughs> but they are not actors. We need to play that for us. There's no too. way for you to be ready for it. May- <laughs> just... <laughs> Except for Lavelle, who was just a natural. 
one take Lavelle. That's what they call him. <laughs> Got in there and made it happen. Oh, it wasn't good. his first rodeo. Good stuff, man. You got that right, brother. <laughs> it was. I hear you, brother. I hear you, uh, brother. <clears throat> do you have that? Else? We have time to play that. that that's... Yeah, it's a minute long. What do you think? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Brother. Coach, good to see you. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I just uh, didn't know about all this extra stuff that went with being the head guy. It's a lot more to it than just the coaching. I hear you, brother. I even had to learn how to dress the part. <laughs> the smartest thing I did is found Mr. Mack right at the beginning. They make you look great. Coach, how's it going so far? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Uh, I just didn't know if I was ready for all this extra head coach stuff. There's no way to be ready for it, and there's a lot more to it than just coaching. I hear you, brother. I even had to learn how to look the part. Too far apart again? Let me get closer. Coach, how's it going so far? I'm doing pretty good. I don't know if I was ready for all this extra head coach guy stuff. There's no way to be ready for it. Uh, a lot more to it than coaching. I hear you, brother. I am uh, even had to learn how to dress the part. <laughs> Best thing I did is found Mr. Mack. At least they make us look good. <laughs> Rookies. Oh, it's so funny. I like I like Bronco's fake laugh to make it sound like... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Every time Dave bless his heart, you know, he'd say, uh, <laughs> I don't I didn't know about this extra head coach guy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Help us look the part. Wow. That's always something. All right, we're live from the Dish Professionals. 801-424-DISH is the number to call. And uh, great promotions going on right now, Ryan, including a little something extra for today on the big show. Yeah, today, today only is a uh, good opportunity. We're going to throw in an extra $100 cash back if you get set up today. So uh, we want uh, want all the Zone listeners to uh, capitalize on this for sure. And what are the other promotions we have to choose from? We've got the Nest Cam. Yep, $300 Nest IQ HD security camera. What's the others? And then you get two hundred dollar, two hundred dollar, or excuse me, a, a two year uh, promotion, where the price is, stays the same. The price lock, right? Yeah. yeah. Price price guarantee is it's kind of a a big thing. That is a huge thing. It's I think a lot of people, you know, other providers they offer like a one year credits or something, and then the price goes up, and you know, then you get a price increase, and and you lose all your credits, and you're in a two-year agreement, and, and uh, that's just no good where you make the switch with DISH, and you know where you're going to be for the next two years. You know where your price is going to be, and uh, um, they got that. Um, Gordon's going to capitalize on it now. <laughs> Free pay-per-view movies if you're 55. You better believe it, baby. <laughs> and also, also for it's good for first responders, uh, military veterans, um, hospital workers, and they added school teachers, so the – you work at a school. That's take pretty cool, too. too. Yeah. Take care of those teachers. Yeah, take I care like of those that. teachers. So. That's awesome. All right, so 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. On top of that, of course, I can't talk about this enough, the best customer service in town. You guys are here. We're here. We're in your office. Yes. Yeah, you're here to help. We're here. We're local. Um, come by our office, 8034 South State. Got some jazz swag here. So yeah, we're good. Come grab a couple things and uh, check out the, uh, the hopper. I've got the Amazon Fire Stick fired up on one of the TVs. And um, and then dish on the other one, and you know that's a unique 
one of the unique things that uh, one of the, the 20 things that Dish does that nobody else offers, where you can uh, take a Amazon Fire Stick, plug it into a TV, and um, have access to your DVR recordings, your locals. So you can use this for a guest bedroom that you use, you know, once or twice a year, or um, take it with you when you travel and uh, make sure, you know, well, especially like those Pac-12 games. I've done it where we go out of town and um, I want to watch the uh, the Utes play and you don't necessarily know where you're going to go if they're going to have that uh, particular channel with the fire stick I can plug it in and hotel room and have full access. All right, take advantage of it. 801-424-DISH. 801-424-DISH. Get that additional $100 off just for big show listeners today. So call now, 801-424-3474. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. All right, more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.